0: Roy is an idiot. He's an idiot. Roy's an idiot. He's a dumb ass. He's an idiot. Let's go. Welcome back to the Axe and Iron Podcast. I am Chris Cash from Mount Philip Metalworks, joined by my co host, Roy the Psychopath Scott from Vintage Axe Works. This is the Axe and Iron Podcast. We would like to thank today's sponsor, EVAPO Rust, the original super safe rust remover and its non toxic water based formula that removes rust without the hassle of scrubbing. We have for you today, till the middle of November a special code that works on Amazon, 25 Iron. It will give you 25% off of Evaporust quarts, gallons, and three and a half gallon jugs. You guys know we use it. We love it. It's amazing stuff. So head over to Amazon, use the promo code 25 iron and get 25% off your Evaporust today. Thank you, Evaporust, for sponsoring this episode. This is... The Axe and Iron Podcast.
1: Let's get it going. Come on. Come all on. All
0: right. All right. What's up?
1: Uh, Just hanging out. Just um, hanging
0: out in the axe shop. Hanging <laughs> out in the axe <laughs> shop. I know. The
1: weather's finally freaking nice. I've been taking Joey on walks this morning, uh, all week. I'm yeah. doing a t- two-mile walk with him. Um, Damn. I know. I Dude, this I gotta, cool
0: weather. This cool weather is like uh, holy
1: so I freaking love it I love it so much
0: it it does kind of suck though I don't know how you are but in the morning I'll start out with a hoodie and then by noon you're sweating your ass off (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah that's good I took him for a walk today um
1: around 10 o'clock or so and I walked outside and it was cold enough where I was like oh shit I better put on a sweatshirt and then I was like uh, I'm just gonna suck it up for a few minutes and I just walked out with a t-shirt on freezing my ass off for the first five minutes and then you know we're into our walk and it's perfect i mean just yeah the, I absolutely love fall weather
0: very what cool about, what about you what's going on dude lots of traveling jesus i felt like the last two weeks have been an absolute blur or like week and a half have been an absolute blur uh everybody knows I've seen, this by now been on have seen your freaking your windshield time videos oh, and oh crap. jesus man me, me and matt drove uh me and matt drove up and i can't remember what we talked about in the last podcast but anyway we we drove up to the um massachusetts new hampshire border and we got a power hammer that he's always wanted that bradley Helve hammer
1: Mm -hmm. we drove
0: like oh, what was it i think it was like 22 hours or something in good grief in a day and a half yeah so um then we stopped in new york for a little bit um met a really awesome guy steve who um uh, I bought another power hammer from, so I went back up to New York and uh, bought another power hammer, that little Bradley strap hammer uh, mm-hmm. that Mike's been working on, and I got a. Uh, we went to Pennsylvania and got another little giant power hammer, and uh, yeah, it's just like the the saying goes, when it rains, it pours, and that's what's been happening. Oh, I went to New York for a couple of days for Maker Camp too, so yeah, uh, yeah, so it's been a lot of lot of driving and all the all the Maker Camp. Demos on the MakerCamp account were awesome. You closed out the whole freaking weekend. I didn't get to watch yours because I was driving, but <laughs> it I'm, sounded like it uh, went well. And everybody everybody enjoyed all the demos, which was freaking awesome. You know, so, I was really
1: busy over the weekend just doing, yeah. doing stuff. So I, I logged on for a few of them. I didn't stay very long. I know that yeah. um, um, I got on to uh, uh, Alex Pole. Um, he and Moonshine were doing an Axe demo. Um, Yeah. I can't remember. I know that I got onto a few of them, but again, it wasn't very long. I was really busy last weekend. Um, So squeezing that, my little demo in on Sunday, it just kind of threw me off my routine. Um, But it went well. Uh, Mine, like I had a couple of contingencies planned because, you know, I mean, it's fucking – it's woodworking it's all done by hand what I'm doing. So like shit can go sideways pretty quickly. So thankfully nothing did and it all fit in within an hour and had a good time. I don't know yep. how many people logged on. I'm I don't
0: probably I the paying.
1: same, probably, probably the completely.
0: same five that listened to this podcast. Yeah, probably so. But no, on behalf uh, of the uh, makers camp and cause I'm kind of like the hype man, Austin gets me to, you know, talk about everything and, you know, put the word out there. We had a couple of um, past guests that did some interesting demo First of all, the Dre Stroyer, Andrea
1: DeLeon, was oh. on there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched her. She was doing like a jewelry thing, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. She was doing yeah. some kick-ass jewelry. Brett, uh, Brett McAfee. He did uh, two two demonstrations, which were awesome. And, of course, all the other. Jesse Savage, Marekka Lamassi, Alex oh, po, yeah Ilya, Jimmy. Um, yeah, there was a bunch of Bernie Solo, Justin Dietrich, all you guys and girls, uh, women, you guys did fantastic. It was amazing. It was amazing. But yeah, next year in upstate New York at, uh, the Blackthorn resort, um, pending the world doesn't, uh, implode on itself. <laughs> this is going to be the place to go. Uh, I know you guys saw all the videos of, um, me up there last year with all the modern forge guys and all the great demonstrators and man, it is, one of the greatest it's like the highlight of my year is going up to the blackthorn going to the maker's camp hanging out with everybody watching all the demonstrations and just man it's just a good weekend it's a good long weekend it's falls on for those of you that are wondering it falls on columbus day weekend it's, it'll be Columbus Dude, day no one weekend every year. no one knows what columbus day i know is. i know so it's the uh, it well it changes because yeah uh October nineteenth and eleventh. Um and it usually starts uh on that Thursday and it runs Thursday to Sunday and usually but yeah contact the Blackthorn Resort, get your tickets for next the rooms just the first year I think the rooms sold out. So this year obviously we didn't do anything because of COVID, but next year, yeah, get get on get on it. Get with the Blackthorn Resort and reserve your rooms. It's an amazing, amazing weekend with a ton of different different demonstrators and there's something for everybody there. But yeah, so
1: so interestingly, uh, Evan, our last guest, hooked yeah. up with those guys, and he's going to be doing I, something.
0: I, yeah, I hooked him up on the spot. Austin was standing right in front of me when I was talking to Evan on the phone, and I said, this engraver wants to do the thing. He's like, he's in. Tell him he's in. If <laughs>
1: That's you awesome. Say,
0: if you say he's good, then put him in. Let's put him in. So, yeah, Evan, from um, the last uh, interview we did, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting Evan's last name. Watson.
1: Evan Watson. Watson. Yeah. yeah,
0: he'll be at Makers Camp doing a live demonstration of uh, hand engraving with his little jackhammer. So yeah. <laughs> there you go. He'll be hand engraving with a little jackhammer. So, yeah, that's it. And then, uh, you know, we've been here restoring power hammers and working on tools, and I did a little bit of forging. This is Saturday for all you guys who are listening, and we're going to have an awesome guest. Uh, this episode will go out Monday, right, Roy? Will it go out Monday? Maybe. Either Monday
1: or maybe this weekend. I don't know. It just depends okay. on kind of what's going on.
0: Either way. Um, the latest is Monday. Yeah, I'll have a, um, a question thing for, we're going to have Evaporust on. The owner, the creator, the inventor of Evaporust, Mr. Harris. It's going to be an Evaporust-filled episode. And we want to hear from you guys because um, myself and Roy get all kinds of questions about Evaporust all we the do. time. Yes. And uh, we're going to put out a little questionnaire thing on my Instagram at Mount Philip and uh, try and get you guys's questions answered. I know there's been a lot of blacksmiths asking about scale removal and finishing and Roy's had the axe questions and whether or not blah, 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 it'll hurt your axe and all that stuff. You, know, you we know, the, know, we don't know all those answers to all those questions. So Evaporus is going to be on with us next week. The the most common question I
1: get asked and someone just asked me today, how many how many axes can I put in like a five gallon pail before the material is spent?
0: Yeah. To, and
1: I, I, don't I, I don't know. I don't
0: know. I don't know. Yeah.
1: We have a um, like you you will know when it stops working, but yeah. I don't know. Just depends on how rusty it is if you do any sort of prep work before, but I mean thankfully these guys are going to be on 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 monday and be able to like head on yes. address all these questions yeah, yeah yeah it'll be awesome
0: but we have yeah. a tub outside that we have put an ungodly amount of tools in and mm-hmm. it still continuously works so yeah the episode coming soon it should be very interesting to hear uh, got, some of the answers to these questions
1: i've got those four black ravens that i'm doing for
0: brandon at whiskey river oh, in there right oh, now oh shit more black ravens.
1: You guys got that?
0: You guys got the, the freaking, or Brandon does. He's got the line on wherever a black raven is. He's like a hound dog, man. He can smell those black well, ravens. Are you guys so kind of working together?
1: No, we were working together, and we're he's doing a big. He's going to be doing a big thing with them. So cool. just uh, if you're interested in black ravens and uh, all that, you go over to uh, Whiskey River, sign up for his newsletter because I think he's going to be dropping them through that uh coming up here in about a month or so details to follow
0: hell yeah so you had a little problem on your resume oh my god (laughs)
1: that's that's how we're gonna start this that's where we're going god damn it dude what happened Um, so two things happened all right um first I was messing around with the handle. I was polishing up the epoxy and I literally just flipped it in my hand. My, and it, the top of the eye caught on my freaking hand and it chunked out a piece of material. Okay. That's not, that's not terrible. All I have to do is just shave it down and be able to reseat the head. And then secondly, there was a fucking pinhole in the epoxy itself. And when I say a pinhole, I could. I took a little screwdriver in there, and I made it a little bit bigger, and I stuck a piece of wire down there, and it went way too freaking far. Um, so I thought, all right, I need, I'm just going to take my Dremel. I'm going to route out a little ca- yeah. uh, cavity in there and yep. just fill that, and I'll rehang the freaking head. Well, I could not get the fucking head to seat right on the handle. Um, I don't know what was going on, but it just did not want to fucking hang properly. And there are gaps all around there and it just looked like shit. And I wasn't going to send out something that looks like shit. So I put it on the freaking bandsaw and I thought, well, I want to see how deep this cavity is. So instead of just cutting it in half, uh, like I normally do lengthwise, I just decided to rip it vertically and to see kind of what it looks what it actually looked like and where I went wrong on the epoxy. And I, dude, seriously, I was looking at the, so I was busy all day yesterday doing some personal stuff. I was looking at the comments this morning about it, and I got so much shit. Someone actually said that I was doing, I was cutting a perfectly good handle up for shock value. And my response was, I don't do anything for shock period. Like that's just not fucking me. And then, <laughs> you're just you're just shocking by yourself. You don't do anything for shock value at all. <laughs> I don't I, I don't need to. Your everyday life is shock value. <laughs> I guess it. so. And then so many people were like, "Don't throw it away. Those are good scales." And then other people were like, "Um, you should have just sent it out. It's fine. It, it would have been. You, you don't have to have everything leave your shop that's a hundred percent perfect." And my response to all that was. You're fucking crazy. Right. I, if l- Listen, if anyone is out there listening and you think it's okay to receive something, anything that you spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on, and it's not perfect, there's something fucking wrong with you. Yeah. Because whenever I, whenever I spend $500 on something, I want it to be Tits McGee when it gets to my fucking house. There you go. So, I mean, I... I understand where, where these guys are coming from because most guys just do axe restorations or handle work for fun. And, you know, if it's not perfect, it's it's not a big deal. But whenever you buy something from someone and you spend your hard-earned money on a product, it doesn't matter what it is, you, you expect it to be perfect. So I'm not going to send out something that's not perfect, period
0: right on there you go from the man himself he's not sending out something unless it's perfect
1: and i'm not saving these for knife scales i'm not doing anything with them why And here's did people
0: the, did people say that
1: oh my god yeah oh those are yeah. great knife scales okay they're shaped like an axe and they have huge voids in the epoxy the reason the voids are there and i know that you were you and i were talking the other night like why didn't you just why didn't you just try to refill, or was that someone else I can fucking remember? That around? wasn't me. I, I, don't no. care about, I don't care about <laughs> what you do.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't have gave you any kind of feedback, because I don't care about anything that you do. <laughs> I told you. No, I did tell you who to call. I said, call Derek from Malden. Yeah. Derek from Malden, he, he's the one that works with Total Boat all the time. He is like... He is, uh, in my mind, he's like a resin King and epoxy King. He's just like freaking making those beautiful signs with all that crazy mm-hmm. stuff. But yeah, reach out so to this, him.
1: this was total boat uh, yeah. product. They've got, uh, they got a couple of different products and this is, um, so, I did not put it in a pressure chamber or pressure pot. And I know that that is how you get rid of the freaking air bubbles. I know all of these things. So please don't tell me what I'm doing wrong because I <laughs> fucking know. Or, or DM him and tell him exactly what he's yeah. doing wrong, please. Um, I have a pressure chamber. Um, I did not use it because this was a I thought it was a super easy void fill pour and um, but as i'm looking at the cross sections here <laughs> i just dropped one and it fuck and it fucking broke the
0: goddamn <laughs> <laughs> It just fucking broke yeah. there you go <laughs> alive and unedited see aren't Jesus. you sad you didn't send that out now is it uh-huh. do you think it be good, it could be because there's too much epoxy in there no no or no res- our so, resin rather not
1: epoxy so but. i'm i'm showing the other half so oh yeah
0: yeah, yeah. okay there was That's a cool. whole
1: bunch of void in there yeah. um and whenever the 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 handle itself, the piece of uh walnut was not stabilized beforehand. So there's all these little air bubbles that are given off. Yeah. Um trying to escape whenever you actually pour it in there. And the way that the the wood was, it's really, really it's really, really porous. So you can see that the epoxy went from the back of the handle all the way to the front of the handle, but um it didn't get all the way in there. So one little trick, um is to fill it up with um, CA glue. I did yeah. try that. Um, but the pinhole into these cavities was so freaking small that right. it, it I couldn't get it past the air bubble. So I tried it three times, and I mixed up more fucking epoxy. I colored the epoxy, and I tried to force it down in there, and it just kept – I push it in and, in, and a big bubble would freaking pop. Yeah. So it was just – it was – I know my I know my fucking mistakes. Just put it in a goddamn yeah, pressure. Yeah, paper. There you go.
0: yeah, Trial and error, right? Yeah, I mean you're figuring it out as you go.
1: I think that's what both of us do. And We're for the record,
0: the part that just broke whenever
1: I dropped it was the piece that I was trying to get to fucking to hang the head, not the epoxy itself. There you go. So this surprise, dude! I was pounding on this thing whenever I was trying to hang the head because yeah, uh, um, it wouldn't and, go. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. It wouldn't hang right. But the 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 point is, is I was pounding on this handle with my four pound uh, dead blow, and the epoxy was perfectly fine. I think on something this small and the way that the way that I had it laminated, uh, it was perfectly fine for a user. I mean, if you wanted to go down that road, yeah. Can you throw it? it? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Roy's making river axe handles over here. If you've never seen a river table, Roy's making river axes now.
1: <laughs> Dude, it would have been so fucking pretty.
0: God. So just do another one. What else I am. I got. I got, I got, got another got one do right, do. right. I got another one right fucking here. So you're purposely picking these pieces of lumber that have like what do you call that I know you're calling them voids, but what's the what's the wood terminology for it? Like, is that like where a um, knot was or a piece yeah. of knot or what? Okay. Yeah. It, both. Okay. I got you. And those are walnut, that specific species that you just held up? Is that yeah. walnut? Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. And,
1: right and it's not it's not more or less prone to this sort of um, natural defects. It just happens to be some of that crotch green stuff that I got from my local sawmill. Um, so it's kind of hard to lay all this out and kind of – because you have to plan like three or four steps ahead. Like if I do yeah. this then I, and I'm laminating and how am I going to get the epoxy in there and what's it – and then also because this, this little void – doesn't look like much but it actually goes substantially longer than what you actually see so i'm hoping that a lot of that will open up whenever i start sanding and profiling that, this handle that, that's a pretty big void <laughs> it's pretty interesting. well i mean not com- i mean it's smaller than the one that oh I just yeah, did, yeah, okay. com- yeah comparatively speaking so i'm going to do a different color on it. i'm going to do something like blood red or some fucking thing so the whole time that i was working on this i was like God, now I know what fucking honor feels like on that cursed fucking knife. I felt like this thing was just the whole fucking build. Whatever, I'm over it. Move on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Seriously.
1: Oh, man. So talk to me about this hammer that you guys got going on. And so two the wooden component of it and then also the fucking motor mount that you just keep gushing over.
0: Oh, I'm not really gushing over it. So dude, the uh, fuck you are like you and I have
1: talked offline. You're like
0: me and you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, you know, whatever it's, (laughs) it's a factory, it's a factory Bradley motor mount, which is like almost, well, it is, it's more rare than the hammers. And I I didn't really, I didn't really care about it that much. And then, you know, it kind of, uh, Steve, the guy that sold me the hammer, he knows what I do. He knows I, um, find tools and put them in people's shops and, uh, he was like, yeah, this is the – I'm like, oh, that's cool. It looks like a big old thing of cast iron to me. I don't really care, you know. And, uh, he, no, he was kind enough to include it with the hammer plus the extension and all these Bradley guys that know, it, know what it is after I posted it on my story were losing their shit because if you have the Bradley hammer, you want the Bradley motor mount. And I think all the Bradley motor mounts just got scrapped over the years, you know. I mean, so company's- it company's is- –
1: It's not part of the machine. It's a bolt-on, almost like an accessory. Yeah.
0: Well, it would have came factory with your hammer, but I think people just came up with their own configurations. And it's actually a very smart design when the two are placed together. Um, but yeah, I can put a, uh, I'll put a picture on, oh, we have an axe and iron Instagram now. I keep forgetting. Yeah, that. we do. I, I don't, I don't even think I'm following it, but, um, <laughs> yes. I'll put a, I'll I'm not put surprised. a uh, picture of the motor mount that we're talking about on there. Um, or I'll send it to Roy. Cause I think Roy has, does that account or do you, or do you have your secretary doing that account for you? Yeah, I get my secretary. Your assistant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you so idiot. me and Mike, uh, me and Mike jump back in the tool game heavy. Cause I want, uh, uh I want Mike to focus on the tools and I want to get him to the point where I can just like do my own thing in the shop and he can work on tools and go find tools and go pick up tools so we jump back into it heavy and, So how's uh, how's he, how's he working out? Mike's great. He's great. It's just like having anybody new though. He's it's not his thing. He doesn't understand yeah. it and I'm having to walk him through a bunch of the processes and we both come from a um you know I think we talked about it before we come from an automotive uh-huh. car background where everything needs to be perfect and pristine and flawless because you're delivering like brand new cars to people that were after an accident and i'm trying to get him in the mindset of like look these are antique tools we're not we don't have to go crazy on them you know we, we fix them up we make them usable and um you guys are po- you're you're polishing that power hammer right oh we are buffing it like nobody's business <laughs> mike has got the buffer out and he is buffer buffing that power the entire (laughs) power hammer got buffed no for two days worth of work um you know it has this um word on the street is there was only about 500 of that style power hammer made and um the reason i say that style is because that wooden um arm that all the cast iron attaches to i don't know exactly what you call it but uh that would have been made out of rock maple was uh the hammer was made in syracuse new york and that's a very common wood up there, but not here, not where I live in Maryland. So we opted for uh, African paduk. I think that's how you say it, paduk, wood.
1: You pro do you remember not ta- talking about that on one of I our don't. You're an idiot.
0: Know. I don't. But anyway, I uh, went over to my buddy Aaron Ayler's house, and he hooked me up and milled some wood down for us, and. Mike installed it yesterday and er, that thing looks, Jesus, it looks beautiful, but I'll probably end up, uh, you know, I may use, leave it up to the end user, but, uh, I would like to see that piece made out of steel, but you know, that's why Bradley turned it into steel. So after that design, I'm assuming the wood didn't hold up as long as they thought it would. And,
1: um, what does the wood
0: part do? So it actually, uh, between the cushions and the, so there's four cushions in the back of the hammer that absorbed the shock the wood is just a piece of the linkage that all the cast iron bolts to so it needs to be made out of something hard because it's taking a beating every you know if the thing goes like 300 beats per minute or something like that i think it is so it's going to be taking a pretty good whacking but eventually they changed it to a cast iron piece right there and um, i may make one out of steel eventually but i may also like i said leave it up to the end user but no it's a cool looking hammer they're, they're pretty they're pretty rare in terms of um, that size. Uh, what size is it? It's a 50, and it's only about um, four foot tall. So it'd be, like, almost identical to the same height as you. Yeah, um, that'd be perfect. Yeah. So perfect. you could stand right next to it, and you could easily <laughs> access everything to where everybody else has to bend over to work on it. But, <laughs> it, um, so, but no, it's, it's a cool hammer. And then I had that little giant that was, like, pristine condition, 1925. I got the original documentation of when it was sold it was sold to a machinery company in northern pa and jesus that thing is like it looks like it never it's never been used so um i had uh i had a guy that was supposed to come purchase that hammer uh like the day i posted it and that guy was a fucking asshole. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. What? So, I haven't heard this story. Yeah, he got he got uh, blocked, and I don't give a shit if he listens to this or not because you're an asshole. Um, but no, he basically said, uh, "Jeez, Louise, man." I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> well, tell the fucking <laughs> he, story. He, Come on. So he says um, he he text texted me the night I uh, put the hammer up. He says, "A hammer available?" I said, "Yes." Told him the price, and um, so a hammer like that costs seven thousand bucks. That's what it is. $7,000, you can make a ton of money on that hammer. $7,000 is nothing in the power hammer world. Um, and it's basically brand new, n- new old stock condition. I mean, nothing's been broken. Nothing's been repaired. It still has all the original, everything on it. Jeez Louise. So he said, he's going to come get the hammer. I said, well, I need to know you're serious. I got a couple guys and shit. I'm very serious. I'm going to come get the hammer. Okay, cool. So then the yesterday, this is, we're recording on a Saturday, Friday. He was supposed to be here today on saturday so yesterday i was getting i was just making sure everything was all good i ran it a couple of times shot a couple videos and uh-huh. uh, he calls me up and he says hey this is exact conversation here we go so uh when are you coming to massachusetts i said what are you talking about he says um well uh i'm not going to be in maryland for a couple months what said, okay and I said, well, do you think I'm delivering this hammer to you? Cause that was not in the discussion at all. And he says, well, I'm not coming to Maryland. So, and I said, well, I'm not delivering it. And he goes, well, I guess I'm not buying your power hammer. Then have a good day. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, and I said, have a good day. And I'm like, what a jackass. And we went on for like, we went on for two days. He was talking about coming to get this thing. And then the conversation, I don't know what happened. Maybe his wife got on his yeah, shit and told him he wasn't allowed was. to have one. But, yeah. Mama and you, and you know what? what? You know what? That's the first time that's ever happened to me. Usually when somebody's, like, serious about something and they're mm-hmm. they're speaking to you in such a manner, like, they're going to come buy it, like, mm-hmm. tonight. You know, like, there's a lot of clowns out there, but very rarely do I ever have to deal with any of them. Because I'm, I'm the type of guy that, like, just like I am right now, that guy was an asshole. And mm-hmm. I don't, like, when I go to buy stuff, I'm like... I will be there at this time to buy this thing. I'm not going to be like, I'm going to come look at it. No, Mm -hmm. I'm coming to buy it right now. Like I don't even, I don't even call somebody unless I'm 100% want to buy it or I won't even contact them. Right. right, And, um, that's to be expected with, um, you know, people asking prices for things. That's fine. I don't care about that. But when you say you're like coming to get something, yeah, Yeah. you're coming to get something. So then basically what happens in my position is I tell everybody else, sorry, yeah, yeah, it's gone. And then it puts me like, you know, in a weird position where I'm like, hey, it, you know, now it's available again. Sorry to yeah. all the guys I told that, you know, so yeah, that shit happened, but that's okay. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care. It's fine. Moving it sounds on. like you care. No, no, no. I, I really don't. That, that shit happens to more people than it does to me. So it doesn't bother me that bad. But uh, what an asshole thing to do. Mm-hmm. I don't right, mind. For again, for those of you listening, I don't care if you ask me how much something is. It does not matter. I'm very transparent about that but the second you tell me you're coming to get something you better you better be, fu- you you better 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 be fucking fuck committed <laughs> <laughs> so i uh, as soon as i hung the phone up with him i blocked him oh. i was like what a dick blocked his phone number his instagram all that shit because yeah. don't do that that's stupid it's childish bullshit really and um but yeah you're blocked so, bitch you're blocked bitch and the roy scott fuck you you're blocked but no i've had uh yeah so that hammer's uh still available i'm trying to a couple guys are very interested in that and uh yeah we're getting the other hammer ready and we got a bunch of really cool vices and a bunch of really cool anvils lately and um just all around cool tools we're having a good time mike's mike's learning and you know there's a couple growing pains but other than that we're doing good everything's all good here and the building's like on 100 percent halt now because of uh yeah just everybody's busy so we might end up walling one side of it in just to make it through the winter and (laughs) (laughs) unless unless we have a super mild winter like last year we didn't even get i think we got an eighth inch of snow one time and that was it and like in the middle of december it was 70 degrees and it was nice as hell so we're uh you know i'm basing everything on the weather so if we don't get any weather Then the building's not going to be on hold and we'll have it up here soon, but, um, or have it finished up here soon, but yeah, so that's it. Got back into town on uh Thursday and I think the entire world knew that I was back in town because everybody came by the shop and hung out and, uh, why, why would they want to do that? Exactly. (laughs) No, no. Uh, I had a couple listeners uh, and friends of mine that listened to the podcast and for those of you that know me personally, when I talk about people coming over and hanging out that we don't really hang out, <laughs> I'm not talking about you, okay? I'm oh talking my God. about random people. I'm not talking about my friends. I had some friends call and say, well, we've been li- listen to episode three and heard you don't like people. Just stop the bar. <laughs> <random> yeah. <days." laughs> No, no, oh, that's I'm not, funny. I'm not talking about people I know personally. If anybody's, I, I pretty much have like an open door policy, with the exception of, um, we don't, when we're working, we don't want people just standing around hanging out. But when we're, when we're out having fun and shooting the shit, I don't care who comes over. Doesn't matter to me. Oh, speaking of, um, uh, going and driving and getting all the hammers. I don't know if I said this last time, but Matt filmed the entire journey to New Hampshire and put it up on the That Works YouTube channel, and it's actually a really cool freaking video. Yeah, you told um, me that. I still haven't watched it. That's I'm really okay. Bad about that. That's all right. Uh, eighty-five thousand other people did. So. What? Yeah, it did pretty good. It was pretty cool. Um, so how, and it was a so fun. How much day. were you in it? I know. That's what's unbelievable. I was in it for a, a lot of it. And really? I know. It's crazy. How did, <laughs> f- <laughs> how did that
1: fat head fit on the screen?
0: Oh man, wide-angle <laughs> lens. Wide-angle lens. <laughs> You know, he kept Jesus. he kept shooting. He, he does a lot of he, so Matt's Matt's good at shooting stuff that you don't know he's shooting. So a lot of the, when I went back and watched the video after he put it up, I was I didn't even realize he was filming a lot of what he was filming, and it makes that that makes it pretty cool because I was I was there. I did the drive and and went and got the hammer with him and everything, but there were spots in the video I was like, shit, I didn't know you were filming that. You know, it makes makes for a really good video, but it was a fun. Uh, a fun video and a fun trip and we got a super cool hammer out of it met a lot of really uh cool people along the way too that i'm going to continue to stay in contact with uh so he's yeah. going to be using that hammer right it's matt matt has wanted this hammer for uh uh like 10 years and the hammer we're talking about for the listeners is the of hammer the one with the big giant piece of lumber that runs the um runs the whole hammer but yeah, that's a uh, uh, Bradley as well. So Bradley was established in 1823, Dang. just to give you an idea. And uh, the hammer that Mike is working on is around 1870 something. What? Yeah, it's kind of hard to date um, Matt's hammer exactly because there was a couple variations of it and everything. But yeah, it was it was probably dates predates 1900 as well. So,
1: so is his hammer up and operational, or does he need to do a bunch of work no. on it? No.
0: All he has to do is replace the rubbers on it. So these rubbers <laughs> that were, um, here we go, you the idiot. rubbers that were on these hammers, they deteriorate over time. Obviously, that rubber, Why don't you rubbers- call them bushings instead of rubbers? Because rubbers just sounds in stupid. the power hammer world, they're called rubbers. So people call them rubbers because this is the rubber that that bounces off the linkage on the hammer and and bradley nobody calls a bushings because a bushing is totally something something totally different but um no he just has to replace those and then he can start running his as well um we are trying to source uh 900 rpm motors which is a pretty weird um rpm for a motor for anybody out there listening we would like something single phase we sourced some three phase motors that are 900 rpm but we need single phase 900 rpm and it'd be in the three to five horsepower range so but yeah everything as soon as he replaces those he can start using that thing too but he's he's got a bunch of other stuff they're working on now and he's um i think they got a bunch of videos lined up he's actually editing a video right now that'll probably be up on monday um so, yeah, everything's rocking and rolling here. It's all good. Love yeah. It. Yeah. All right. So I got all a funny good. story for you. Oh shit. Um.
1: So I went to the post office, and and from our latest episode, uh, I'm I'm having problems with my ladies at the post office. Um, uh, I just told, I just
0: you told me, yeah.
1: Yeah, I just refuse to talk to these women anymore. Um, they, <laughs> they,
0: I used you're to that, enjoy. You're
1: that angry old man yep. now that just drops his shit off and leaves. Yep. Yeah. you need a receipt for that? And I just fucking walk out. And I just, <laughs> have a good day. Go fuck yourself.
0: What is no. wrong with you? No, I,
1: I I hate these women right now. OK. So okay. anyway, so I go to my post office and there's a slip in there that I have to pick up a package. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't want to talk to these women. So I get it. I, I get the slip. I hand it to the lady. And she was like, I've got a weird box back here. And I was just like, give it to me. Just fucking give it to me. And she puts this box on the freaking table, and it looks like uh, a mushed-up taco. And I was like, (laughs) what is this? And she was like, I don't know. It just says return to sender. And I can see that it has custom forms on it. And I was like, all right, I've been shipping stuff to Australia, UK. Okay, something went freaking sideways. Right. And I look at the name, and I don't know. I forgot the name. Johnny Dipshit. I'm thinking, Johnny, yep. who the fuck is Johnny Dipshit? Johnny, And I can remember a lot of my customers. Um, so the ride home, which is like five minutes, I'm like, Johnny Dipshit, Johnny, who the fuck is Johnny Dipshit? I can't think of this guy. I can't think of him at all. Right. Um, and then I look, I get home. I'm Seriously, this box just feels like a wet dog. I mean, there's no right angle on this box yeah. at all. And it's just all fucked up. Right. And I look at the customs label and it was to South Africa. And I was like, when the fuck did I send something to South Africa? Right. And I I I look through I've got I keep records of all the customers and everything and I, I can't find this fucking guy. And then I get to looking closer. I sent that package on um, November the 11th. 2019 holy shit! and i just got it back wow and it was i finally found the order and it was a the order was a a five piece order it was like a fourteen thirteen hundred dollar order and i had to ship it in two boxes um it was a whole complete norland set plus another axe so this guy has He hasn't even contacted me. I didn't even have this guy's. So if if you spent $1,300 on something and you're just like, I never got it. I never received it. Don't you think that you would say something? And on the box, it just said unavailable. um, It was like undeliverable because no one was there. So is this fucking guy dead? And then for it just was it sitting in a warehouse? For almost, like, literally, 11 months.
0: This Jesus. Fuck,
1: so, I open up, I'm like, these axes, they've got to be, like, who the fuck knows what the humidity was like, or if they fucking threw it over the goddamn boat or something, who knows. I open up the box, expecting the worst, because seriously, it looks like a wet taco. I pull out the three axes, fucking perfect. Absolutely. No shit. Seriously, not... Not a scratch on them. Not a any oxidation. The cutting edges are beautiful. The leather is perfect. I can't fucking believe it. But I'll tell you what. I picked one up and I was like, oh, my handles are better today than they were last year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's some good that came out of it, I guess. Yeah.
1: It's oh, just, shit. I mean, you know how shit just changes and evolves. That's
0: crazy. I've had, um, so that's funny you mentioned the South African thing. I had uh, uh, two... I had a dragon opener that I sent out in February of this year,
1: mm-hmm.
0: February of 2020, that never made it. Guy contacted me three months later. Uh, I couldn't file a claim on it because it had been over the 60 days. So I resent him another one, which he's an avid listener of the podcast. Uh, I can't remember your name exactly, but I sent him another one that got lost again. What? <laughs> yes. So I told him, I just keep making them. He says, don't worry about it. Keep the money. You've tried twice. I said, no, that's not how I do things. I'll make you another one. I'll, re- I'll keep resending the fucking things until he gets one. So whatever one of you assholes in Sweden that has taken these goddamn bottle openers, quit stealing the man's bottle opener.
1: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>
0: yeah. But,
1: um. Like, why was my package just sitting somewhere stuff for a fucking dude, year?
0: It's weird how stuff happens like that. Is it just in uh, some...
1: Dark corner, they're like, ah, fuck it, who cares?
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I we talked about that before. Is there some big warehouse? Uh, where I don't all know shit goes. Um, but yeah, and I don't know. What else? What else is up? Uh, so I went how's down to how's business? How's uh, business going right now? Bu- bis- um, is there like a Christmas axe season? Are people going to ramp up for Christmas for axes? They do. In why? And- <laughs> Why would anybody want to give somebody an ax?
1: You're an idiot. Jesus Christ. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and right about now is when business starts picking up because, uh, you know, going into the holiday season, definitely Black Friday and Christmas uh, are, you know, two really good times um, for awesome. my business. So things, you know, late summer is always typically pretty slow. Um, and yeah. I think it's, a, it it's, you just, I think across, I, I've talked to a couple other makers in Brandon's business and it just like things in August, September tend to slow down because I think it's like back to school stuff. And then right now, who the fuck knows what's going on with the world. Yeah. Um, so my business has been a little on the slower side, but, um, I, it, I, I, I don't see it lasting much longer because historically this is right around the time I get super fucking busy. So, um, if you're, anyone is listening and you want something specific, now is the time to hit me up because I'm probably going to be jam packed busy with other shit. Um, coming up here real soon. And speaking I, of that, I went down to Jeremy Meadows, Meadows woodshop.
0: Oh on yeah. I saw mon- that.
1: Yeah. I went down there Monday Um, we were just bullshitting, I had a customer want some custom laser engraving on four of his grandpa's axes and it turned out fucking beautiful. Jeremy does such freaking good work and, um, it, it, like he's about two hours South of me. So automatically I'm on the road for four fucking hours. So my day's shot anyway. Right. So, um, and then I get down there, he's got to lay everything up, got a freaking, um, do yeah, all I saw the, you guys
0: were drinking some White Claws. Yeah,
1: we're drinking White Claws. <laughs> we got shout blast. out to Eric
0: from uh, Dos Pistola for doing that amazing Photoshop work.
1: God, you motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> that was good stuff. Yeah. Um, so I end up going down there and fucking. He's working on on my axes and just bullshitting, and then, you know, it it turns into a couple hour hangout, you know, and just whatever. And uh he had a he had one of his friends there doing he's doing some business with also and he had this fucking cNC handheld router. I'd seen him yeah. but I'd never seen him in person and actually and he let me use it. The thing is fucking it's awesome i I could not believe how accurate it was and how good and clean the cuts were um, and how easy it looked to fucking operate this thing. Yeah. So, the, so, so the advantage, uh, according to this guy, is like y- you don't have this massive footprint of a CNC router, and you can take it to job sites and you know do stuff on weird, large, irregular shaped sizes uh, and stuff. Like, just say a customer says, "Hey, I want something done on my you know, end table," or you know, right? Um, whatever. You could you could just take it with you and. Do it on the job site, which is really, really freaking cool. Um, it's kind of weird operating a CNC router. Um, I've never like, yeah, I've never. It was the first time using it, so it's really cool. So, um,
0: I forgot his name. He was really cool too. Yeah, he must have been so cool that he left such a big impression on you. <laughs> Fuck off, you <laughs> asshole! Oh. The guy Um, that was giving you white claws—that's why you can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Have another one. Have another one. Have another one. one. (laughs) Have another one. But um, Uh, fuck. I can't remember his name. Jeremy, I know you listen to this podcast. Don't ever, don't ever, ever do another laser cut of Roy's face. The world does not need that, especially in twenty. Jesus Christ, there it is. That was a good picture, though. Yeah, good picture. Sitting in front of the evaporus. So, yeah,
1: I I did not know that he was doing this. So I was out there playing around with this fucking router and I had talked to him about this picture um, whenever I first got there. And he's just doing this fucking little covert thing. And we walk back into the laser room and there's my fucking face. He's lasering it out. So I can't believe how accurate he can make. He just take a photo and then put it into his program and just laser it. Um the possibilities of the shit that he's doing are almost endless. Um and it it's surprisingly detailed. Like you can see the fucking tattoos and stuff on this piece yeah, of wood.
0: That's what everybody it, wants to see. Yeah, of course. You that. know what you no. should start you know what you should do? We were talking about product lines? Yeah. You should you should get him to make those and um, people can use them as kindling starters, like firewood, because winter is coming, and what better way to start your fire than to burn Roy Scott's face off? You're an idiot. You always do the cut your face off. Well, how about we burn your face off, Roy Scott? Yeah. <laughs> and all your stupid idiot. fucking tattoos. Oh, shit. That's not nice. You've got no. stupid tattoos. I'm, I do have stupid tattoos, but one day I have extremely I stupid smiley. tattoos. What do you mean? I, I'm like, not denying it. I got them when I was 18 years old. Really? But yeah, I can't wait to get rid of these tattoos. I had an I had an asshole of a of a uh, yeah guy that told me that you're never getting tattoos. So guess what I did the day I turned 18. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Which one did but, you get first? Uh oh, actually I got one on the back of my leg that's similar to this uh, tribal bullshit. You garbage. have one on the back of your leg? Yeah, on my calf, my right calf is covered completely. What? Why? Yeah, just because I was eighteen and I was stupid and I was like rebelling against somebody that was trying to tell me what to do and I didn't like that shit. God, but anyway, some, some things never change. Anything else?
1: Um, no, I don't have anything
0: else. This is. The I know that. I,
1: I know that's kind of
0: uneventful, but that's um, that's fine with me. That's fine with me. We're getting close to the hour anyway. Yeah. Guys, this is the part of the show where we like to shout out or give oh. somebody some love. Um, we are going to take – me and Roy usually stay a little bit on the positive side, but this is going to take a little bit of a somber turn. And that's okay because there's two people that I want um, to to give some love to. Um, one is a past guest of ours, Tommy from Crooked River Forge. He just found out he is being diagnosed with cancer. Um, what? So if you could – Head over to Tommy's Instagram and give him some love. I didn't know about uh, this. Yeah. So he's been feeling like shit. And, uh, yeah, he just announced he's been diagnosed with cancer. Again, Tommy from Crooked River Forge, Roy and I. And I'm sure the community's thoughts are with you guys and your family. Um, also. Did, the, oh, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Did he did he announce that on Instagram or something? this yes. weekend? Yeah also the um we lost somebody very very cool in the maker community her name was sharon from figments made sharon was uh she was awesome sharon helped actually two weeks ago this month sharon came out to the uh jimmy deresta uh blacksmith class and she helped with all the food at my class and everything and sadly she passed away um about a week ago and um yeah, there is a fantastic tribute video to her and everything she was about. She was a very positive pillar of the community. Um, go to Darkstar Studios on Instagram. I think there was a link to the memorial video he made for Sharon of uh, Figments made. But yeah, um, again, things take a, a somber turn, and I apologize for that. But yeah, two things that I need to say.
1: Uh, uh, well, if we're if we're if we're if we're talking about that sort of stuff, I'm going to, I'm going to throw out Adam C. Um, Adam C. Adam C. Uh, He posted a couple of stories uh, a few days ago or whatever, not feeling so great. I sent him a couple of messages. I know that you've talked to him. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you're hanging in there, buddy. Um, Time heals everything. I know it sucks. I've been there. We've all been there. Yeah. Uh, So just chin up champ. Things will be good.
0: Adam's an amazing artist, and he's a very, very strong dude. I told him it takes a lot to to be Adam. So shout out to Adam C. Seriously, and um, yeah. Hope everything everybody's and, doing well. And and if thing, Adam so. C is listening, he started a
1: piece of artwork of me months ago, and he's like, hey, I'm doing this on the DL, and yeah. he hasn't finished it. So. Uh, here's your official notice, Adam C. Get
0: on it. Put, put your <laughs> head down.
1: Finish that piece go. because it's going to be awesome.
0: Yeah, and we need more um, fire starting material for Christmas. Go right
1: now, so. fuck yourself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Once again, guys, don't forget our next episode will be with Evaporust, and they are the sponsor of the Axe and Iron podcast. Once again, if you head over to Amazon, use the code 25Axe and Iron. It'll save you 25% on the court. Gallon and 3.5 gallon jugs on Amazon. 25 axe iron. Thank you, Evaporust. This is a wrap on the Axe and Iron Podcast.